Atlanta 911, operator 7054, what's the other thing? Yes, ma'am, ma'am, yeah. I, have, I have a question, and this is a serious matter. Um, I just left, um... My cousin in the house mm-hmm. with the with my kids. Um, she just left my kids in the house when I came back from work, mm-hmm. and my kids, two of my kids are dead. What what am I what do I what do I gotta do? They dead. She left them dead in the house by themselves. Oh, okay, ma'am. Where are you now? I'm at my house. She left my door open. My baby boy, my oldest baby boy, is the only one that's here. Only one that's alive. She left. She let them left them in the house by themselves. She left them in here, and they knocked okay, the stove so. on. They were, can you listen? I, when I came in, the stove was laying on my son's, my youngest son's head, and my other son was laid out on the floor with his brains laid out on the floor. I don't know what to do. I just came home to work from this. Okay, ma'am. I'm go- I'm gonna get EMS and I'm gonna get um police and fire at the at the location. Can you tell me where you're located? Um, 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 ma'am. I can't even talk. This is so serious. I'm so scared. I don't want to get locked up because I was at work. Okay, ma'am. <laughs> I, I understand I that you're scared. Work. I completely understand, but I need to get some help out there to you now. Can you tell me where you're located? I understand that, but can you can you please help me? Like, can you please tell me? Like, I don't want to get locked up because this is not my fault. I had just came home from work. I just mm-hmm. came home from work. Yes, ma'am. I just came home from work. Okay. Ma'am, the the first thing that I need to do is get some help out there to you. I understand that you're upsetting your They've been in here dead. Like it, it, it's not, it's no way in the fuck. She left my baby dead. Okay. And I don't have no way okay. to reach her. If you if you're not sure if you were at work, ma'am, listen to me. If you were at work while this happened, then the responsibility is gonna fall on your sister if that's who you left them with. Okay? Okay, hold on one moment because I'm gonna also get EMS on the line as well, okay? Yes. Hold please. on one moment. Yes, ma'am. Stay on the line with me though. Hold on one moment for me. Okay. Okay, tell me exactly what happened. When I just came home from work, my babies were stuck in the stove, dead, and I just came home from work. Wait, my wait, cousin was babysitting my kids and left my kids dead in my house. Ain't no telling how long they've been in this house. All right, wait. So you is your is your son? Is he obviously dead? Is he breathing at all? Can you tell me? He's, he's dead. He's burnt. Both of my children are dead. Their head is burnt. Their their skull is laying on this floor. The stove is the one of my babies is stuck. The stove is cooked over and everything. All right, Elena, can we get PD started to this location? I'm operator eight three nine. Yes, we have PD and fire already en route to that location. All right, thank you so much. Please tell me, oh please. All right, ma'am. I'm I'm in route, okay? We're in route. Okay, thank you so much. All, all right. Pouring of support for the father of two Atlanta children found brutally murdered. Police discovered the bodies of toddlers Jacarter Williams and Keontae Penn's bodies in their southwest Atlanta apartment on Friday night. According to the arrest warrant, Lamora Williams killed her children by placing them in an oven. 
Fox 5's Dieter Dukes has more on how the community is really helping these grieving family members. And this is a terrible, terrible oh. crime, and really, Jamil Penn dealt a double blow with the murder of his sons, allegedly at the hands of their mother. Now, he talked about the devastating impact this has had on his family during his appearance on the Ryan Cameron Morning Show with Wanda Smith. That was on B103 this morning. One thing for sure that we know that they're in heaven. Willie Watkins offered words of comfort to Jamil Penn during his radio appearance on B103. The grieving father distraught over the deaths of his two sons, one-year-old Jakarta Williams and two-year-old Keontae Penn. The children's mother, Lamora Williams, charged with murdering the boys at their Southwest Atlanta apartment Friday by putting them in the oven. It's just crazy, man. It's just so crazy. I never thought she would do something like this. I feel that the community uh, should wrap their arms around uh, this, this young boy and his father and show them that uh, we, we're there for him. Funeral homeowner Willie Watkins has been a fixture in Atlanta's West End community for about 35 years. When he learned the tragedy occurred about a block from his business, he was compelled to help. Well, I told him, said, when they call you, you need to provide the service for them. Penn did call, and Watkins met with him personally on Monday, telling him the funeral home would donate their services. Watkins also reached out to Southview Cemetery and West Hutter Street Baptist Church to arrange a funeral and burial service for the family. But I want to give, give them a, a, a befitting uh, homegoing celebration, uh, one that gives them, uh, they can remember uh, their, their brother and the son in a way to not be so mournful. An outpouring of support for a father struggling to come to grips with his son's murders while doing what he can for a surviving child who families say witnessed his brother's deaths. I just take it one day at a time. I got to be strong for Junior. He's all I got left. And Willie Watkins tells me he has also offered grief counseling to Jamil Penn and his three-year-old son. You saw him there in the video. And we are told that the three-year-old has talked about what he witnessed in that apartment the day his brothers were killed. We, to we are told that he does that daily, that this has been very difficult for the family. Uh, meantime, uh, his mother remains behind bars in the Fulton County Jail. Yeah, that little boy is going to definitely need some support, and it's so good that the community is rallying behind yeah, a him. A lot of help. Yeah. Thank Deidre. you so much, Deidre. She allegedly killed her two toddlers and showed the gruesome scene to the baby's father on a video call. Her family is telling us she's mentally ill. I got a daughter sitting in jail. I just came from the jailhouse to let them know to put her on suicide watch because she's going to kill herself. Brenda Williams is Lamora Williams' mother. She told me Lamora has struggled with mental health issues her whole life. When I saw that mug shot of her, I knew that was not my little sister. Lamora's sister, Tabitha Hollingsworth, says the deaths of Jakarta and Keontae Penn could have been prevented. This was something that we saw could possibly happen. She's had issues from a baby and, you know, issues that my mom has tried to address with the state of Georgia. On Friday night, Williams told police she left the kids with a relative around noon and returned home late in the evening to find the one and two year old dead. Police say that's not true. I've learned Williams called two people that night, including the toddler's father. It was like a real horror movie. I mean, it was a Friday the 13th. 
Jamil Penn told me Williams' video called him the gruesome scene. When I seen my kid, how I seen my kid, that when I knew what was going on. Three-year-old Jamil Jr. saw his mother allegedly kill his brothers. He talks about his brothers, you know what I'm saying? He know what happened. He talks about it all the time. I can't forgive her. Live in Northwest Atlanta, Chris Jose, Channel 2 Action News, Nightbeat. 906 right now, People Station V103, the ATL's number one for hip-hop and R&B. You heard the voice of um, Jamil Penn. He joins yeah. us in the studio right now. We also yeah. have uh, Jamil's dad, Jamil Hassan. And you'll hear uh, the three-year-old in the background, Jamil Jr. Yeah. Um, this is a story that's on the front page of the newspaper. It's been uh, heard around the country. It's a very tragic, tragic story. You know, Wanda, I know you, uh, you had a chance to talk to the family i just yeah. you know let you handle it um good morning guys and thank y'all so much for coming in thank good morning. you so much thank you and I'm, I'm so sorry that we have to meet on these terms um it, it was very hard for us um i was actually on vacation when all of this happened and my boss called me and started to tell me about it and of course you know without even knowing who you guys are it it hurt my heart because we're family. This is what Atlanta is about, yes. bringing everybody together. And, you know, I walked back in the room this morning to talk with you, Jamil, and I want you to kind of walk us back and meeting, meeting her and, you know, what what was that relationship like? At what age did you guys start dating? dating? Uh, we started dating probably like, uh, probably like 17, 18 years old. Wow. You know what I'm saying? It was probably like uh, during high school, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Around about seven, 18 years old. Yeah. But, so uh, in school, so what was the relationship like in school? Oh, uh, well, in school, you know, she was in school and, you know, I was kind of a you know, hothead, so I wasn't in school, but mm -hmm. I met her through a mutual friend and, uh, you know, everything just clicked, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, I never noticed, you know what I'm saying, what was going on. Cause, you know, we was young, we was adventurous, so you know, you know, it, it clicked when we uh when we first met. And uh it it, it, it was good, you know, I loved it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We 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 clicked when we first met. Right. And uh on into the uh birth of our first child. You know, after that it got a little rocky, you know. And uh mm. it's, it's just hard. It's hard. So how many children did y'all have together for people who may not be? Three. So three children together. Yes. And, you know, we we are hearing more and more details about this. And, mm -hmm. and some of it is, is like very disturbing. I know, you know, first of all, so everybody in Atlanta, we said it off the air, but, you know, Wanda and I as parents, we, we just can't imagine, mm -hmm. you know. And I was asking your, your dad here, are you have you been able to, to rest or sleep? I'm sure it's, been, right. it's, it's just something that you just doesn't seem real to you. No, it still feels like a dream, you know. The, mm -hmm. the, the first night, I ain't getting no sleep, you know what I'm saying? I, me and Jamil, we was just in the bed, just looking at TV. Ain't no going to sleep right now, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's mind-bothering. The mind is so far off track and gone. So, you know, I really just didn't want to be with nobody but my son at that point, you right. know, mm -hmm. just, you know what I'm saying? But I, I love all the support, all the supporters. Mm -hmm. they, they the ones that really, you know, Friends and family, they the ones that get me through this tough time, you know, so. Talk about the progression of, you know, your relationship. Did you ever have like a hint that 
she might be going through something mentally like over, right. the, over the course of time when y'all was growing as a couple now you know i know her mother and her father very well so you know they always told me that she had you know mental illness you know mm -hmm. when she was younger since birth but i never really i never really was like okay she's really mentally ill until the death of her father in 2014 like mm -hmm. 2014 i found him dead you know <sighs> we woke up you know what i'm saying it was it was yeah it was like um you know what i'm saying another horror movie you know we woke up everything oh was good God. she went to work and you know what i'm saying i found him dead inside you know his room mm. you know what i'm saying and, and and my son wasn't probably nothing but like you know two or three months so you know mm -hmm after that when she found that you know how she found that after that uh it was just worse and worse it got it got worse over time every year like every year after 2014 mm -hmm. it got worse and worse so what were you saying like was it arguments was it yeah her just time, going through things she was going through things at the death of her father uh you know arguments you know so and, she and her father were close yeah very close that man did everything for her you know right. what i'm saying it was it was a lot of nights you know mm -hmm. she'd be in you know in the streets didn't have nowhere to go right it don't matter who she would call he's gonna come get her you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. that's the only, that was her backbone and when she lost him she lost the world and you know that's the only person right then and there that can you know put some put some knowledge in her mind at that point when he left you know what i'm saying it was just me, you know what I'm saying? I, I tried to, you mm -hmm. know, keep my family together. Right. So, you know, when, when he left, she left. 9-12 right now. We're going to come back and have more. Uh, we want to get, you know, Jamil Hassan and, and his thoughts when we come back about, you know, the signs or if anything that there may be trouble that was about to come. Because I'm sure he may see some different observations on the outside looking into this relationship. We're going to come back with more. And then... Atlanta, don't go anywhere because, you know, unfortunately, we've got to, you know, bury uh, two young ones. We'll be right back. On 923, People Station V103 in the studio with us, Jamil Penn, uh, Jamil Jr., his son, who's three, and Jamil's dad, Jamil Hassan. When we went to break, we were just trying to get some um, idea of what was going on with uh, Ms. Williams' you know, mind state, and I was going to ask you, to, uh, you know, Jamil Hassan, did you did you ever notice anything that was like made you have some concern about something might happen to your grandchildren? Uh, first of all, I want to thank God for my family and friends, and and uh, most of all that uh, that the help and love that we're receiving. But uh, you know, every time I see my son, whether he seemed happy. You know, they stayed with us for a while, and um, it's like he said, after our father passed, then we start seeing a lot of differences, you know. So, she was always, uh, I don't think she was, like, motherly like most women are. Mm -hmm. He would be the one that's um, always cooking and cleaning. So, but if you knew anything about my family or just Jamil, he always had his kids. If you see him on Martyr, and I'm sure uh, a lot of people would see him, they was always together, mm -hmm. you know. 
So, and I kind of feel, um, I mean, I feel kind of bad because he would call me, Daddy, look, man, we at it again, and can you come get me? And I feel bad because I asked him, I said, look, get off and over there before you get yourself in trouble, you know. Right. So, I mean, sometimes I think maybe if I didn't ask him to leave, he'll still be there and things would be different. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we're here now, so. And he's, um, uh, he's trying to, he's trying to keep a straight face and be strong for his boy. Right. Well, he was talking to us, you know, uh, and we weren't on the radio, but for people who weren't, you know, privy to the conversation about the fact that she lost her, <sighs> Jamil, when did she lose her dad? And you said he, he did everything for her. 2000, 2014? 2014, uh, Easter Sunday. And you found you found her dad's yeah, body. Yeah, I found him that uh, morning. He was, uh, he, he'd get up every morning to play his numbers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I had I just, I had just came home. I had just came home. I had got uh, locked up, and I just had came home. And um, I spent a couple of weeks there. And uh, me and Jamil was in there. You know, we was uh, we was watching a little TV. Mm-hmm. And I would start passing. I was like, man, why Pop Saint came out the room? Yeah, I know we was doing a little, you know, doing a little Easter, you know, Easter drinking and stuff uh, the night before. So he probably just, you know. Mm-hmm. Getting him a little bit more rest, but as you know, it got around about three o'clock, four o'clock. I right. said, "Why he ain't came out that room yet?" So mm-hmm. you know, I went in there and found him. And, you know, devastating. She wasn't there. She was already at work, so I had to, you know, call her and tell her. You know, I ain't tell her just right off the back. I had to go get her from work and right. bring right. her home and then explain to her what happened. She she lost it. Like, she lost everything when he passed away. Right, yeah. so that that was, that was really dreadful. the thing that 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 really hurt her the most. Yes. And then you said over the weekend, October the eleventh, that was the last time you guys talked. That was the last time we talked. And what what was that, that conversation? Um, we was uh, we was arguing. We had got into a little argument, mm-hmm. and uh, like Maura, why you you know what I'm saying? You always calling me. Right. When things are going bad, like you don't call me when everything's going good and you're around your so-called friends that got love for you. I got love for you, right. but I'm not finna just be, you're not finna just be saying that, you know what I'm saying? I'm not finna be doing what I'm supposed to do on your time. Right. You know, so she got mad at me because, you know, I had to step up. I had to step back and tell her what was really going on. You know, mm-hmm. anybody who knows Maura, she don't like nobody to tell her nothing. Right. So, you know, um, yeah, the last conversation I had was October the 11th. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it, we, we was in a heated, uh, we was in a heated argument. That's you why. You said she told you to come over. Uh, nah, yeah, she told me to come over and, um, I said, you know, I got to work, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just crazy, man. It's just so crazy. I never thought she would do something like this. And you were telling us, you you know, we just heard your um, your son, and you really working hard to try to help with that, that memory because he just said something uh, to us in the room or to you. 
So, you know, I like I said, he knows what happened. He was there. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I try to get it far far off his, his mind as possible because he talks about it, if not every day, every hour on the hour by his brother. And he asks about his mama too all the time. He say, Daddy, we going back to mama house? I said, we ain't going back to mama house. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Ain't, ain't no more going back to mama house. You stay with me now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. So he asks about his brothers too all the time. He might, you know, he... he He'll, he'll get, you know, I try to sidetrack him and, you know, get some toys around him and, you know, more babies that come around, my, my cousins and, and, and my kinfolk that come over, you know, get them somebody to play with and, and stuff like that, some toys or something, because right. if you're not doing that, he, he's going to he, talk He just sat there and said it. Like, exactly. I, that's so. not what we want to hear this baby say, you know, but it's it's embedded in his head. Yeah. What happened? He he saw everything. Yeah, he saw everything. Like soon as he, soon as I picked him up on the crime scene and first got my son back from not seeing him for a whole month, almost mm -hmm. a whole month, mm -hmm. he said, "Daddy, okay, man, dead, Jakarta, dead." He, this baby said that to you. Yep. He laying on the ground. He was not moving. You know that broke me instantly. Like you, you, you did that in front of him. Why? Come on, man. That's traumatizing his brain. Like, he got to grow up. His brothers, who he played with every single day, he knows them. He loves them. Why would you do that? I want to know why. All I want to know. I know she she had problems, and we all had problems. But, baby girl, like, I I, I know I, I, I tried, and I know I hit that phone every day. To check on you and them babies. And, and you said you called, she called you and told you to come over that she needed to see you. Yeah, the, and, uh, the first the first call of the uh, uh, mm -hmm. October uh, thir uh, 11. Yeah, right. Well, October the 11, that mm -hmm. was the last text, text message. Okay, the last text 13. message. 13th. Mm -hmm. She called me around about. Uh, a little bit before 11 11 before 11 11 was the horrifying video call and but she called the first time she called me was probably a couple minutes before that and she was telling me what happened but i didn't believe her so we hung up and that's when she called me back and showed me proof what was really going on in that house you know, i just take it one day at a time i gotta be strong for junior he's all i got left that's all i got left Mio Penn, the father of the two young kings that tragically passed away. Jamil Jr.'s son was in the studio, and then we also have Jamil's dad, Jamil Hassan. Um, before we bring on uh, some other guests, I, I want to just say that, you know, it's been just weighing heavy on, on everybody in the studio, the circumstances. And now I remember just something that you, um, Dad, you said. And I just want to tell you this, man, that you have to forgive yourself. And also to you, Jamil, I mean, whatever happened, I know we all trying to look back and, and, and try to figure out if, if, if what, what we were too angry, what we were we anxious. Could we, like, don't be distracted by that because right. you got to accept the fact that given what we like, nobody can could have predicted that this was going to happen. Nobody. Right. So yeah. for us to sit up here and I know I'm watching you say, well, maybe, maybe I shouldn't have told him not to leave. Or you said maybe I should have went early. I went up like, yeah. It, it's like Willie Watkins is just saying, it's like it's in God's hands now. So 
I don't want you guys to to. Yeah. You have to. Don't don't you, blame you had, yourself. You had. You, you, nobody yeah. could have said this was going to happen, even though some people say, well, they were mental issues. Not to this level. Right. You know, like you said, you hadn't seen the kids in a, in a month or whatever. Like, so I just want to say that yeah. that the most important thing is that, you know, Junior, man, I mean, that thing, we can't even play it on the air. I, we, it just it just broke my heart that he he brought it up. So, I mean, you say he talked about it every hour. Because we talking about it. We talking about it, then bring it back. That's when he started describing full detail. So. Mm. Yeah, and you know what, Ryan? You said something, and I, I want to say you're, you're correct, um, Jamil. I don't want you to, to to beat yourself up and say, had I went over there, because that's going to always play back, you know, in your head. But don't don't blame yourself. Don't blame yourself. Don't blame yourself. Yeah, you can't. Because we don't ever know. We, we don't know what could. It, it, it could have been even something different had you went over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So don't just all I'm going to ask is that you get help. That's all that's all we can do is ask right. that you get some help. And speaking of help, this man right here, this man right here, this man right here. Willie Watkins joins us in the studio <laughs> along with uh, Winnie Hemphill from Southview Cemetery. Willie. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Uh, I'm sure you want to share some things with, with, with the yeah. family as well as with the city. Willie A. Watkins. Well, thank you, uh, Ryan, and Wanda, for allowing this privilege just to just come in and speak. Uh, as I have said to Jamil, mm -hmm. uh, in arrangement, I called him and we sit and talk. And I told him the, uh, one thing for sure that we know that they're in heaven. Right. But that's that's because they had no sin, so they mm. are in heaven, and that's the good part about this whole thing. Mm. And I said to them that if you want to see him, see your son. Again, you got to just get yourself right. Mm. Just get yourself right and get in your heart to get yourself into the hand of the man that can help you, and through prayer and staying focused on your life in itself. God can take you through, can take you through all of this, and 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 as I told him, I said, listen, what we're gonna do, we're just gonna do the whole service for you, uh, free of charge. <sighs> and uh, he said, oh. I mean, he was just speechless. I said because I don't. This is in my in my com community. Uh, West End has been uh, very good to me. I've been there for oh, going over 30, 35 years or more. Right. And the people in West End has been very good to me. And every year I throw a, um, um, a feast for the, community. for the community. Right. And I asked them how long they have they been living there. They said for about two years. I said, well, no doubt uh, you have been to our um, to the, uh, the community day. So when I told them, we just go do this and bring the community involved in this. And we're going to make it be what it needs to be for the community. So you're going to take care of the services absolutely free for the family. Absolutely free. Ah, oh, look at God. And I and mm. I call I call uh, mm. my good friend uh, Wendy Empire with South President of Southview Cemetery, which is the oldest black cemetery in uh, in the city. Right. Uh, which was started by a slave, and I asked her, and without 
not, never. She said, I'll do it. Wow. And Winnie is, is here with yeah. us as well. And uh, Winnie, we know it's a historic uh, area of town. And, you know, mm-hmm. when Mr. Watkins called you and told you about this situation, I'm sure, you know, <sighs> you, like you said, you had no hesitation in wanting to be a part of this. Yeah, Southview definitely wanted to be a part of this. Um, we've been there 131 years caring wow. for the black community. And we just want to wrap our arms around this family. Thank you so much. Make sure that they know that they're loved. Thank you. Thank you so much, Willie Watkins. We we really, really appreciate you. Like, <laughs> we also, be, you know, before we go to break, and um, we got to remind everybody as you listen to this, I'm sure like the city is is reflecting on all that you've heard this morning. There is a GoFundMe. Um, and it's for Jakarta, J-A-K-A-R-T-E-R, and K-Man, K-M-A-N. So you can just go to GoFundMe.com slash J-A-K-A-R-T-E-R and K-Man, K-M-A-N, uh, if you want to make yeah. a donation to, to help the family. Because he's got to continue to take care of this baby, right. you know, as a father. So let's 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 give back, if you can, to help him out, I, I'm sure. He would greatly appreciate that, everyone. Well, let me just also say, we also, um, because we had a conversation, he said, well, you know, we can just have the service here in the chapel. I said, no, I don't think that's the way we want to take them, uh, take them out, um, by having service in the chapel. So I called uh, West Hunter Street Baptist Church, historical West Hunter Street Baptist Church, mm-hmm. and, uh, okay, and had uh, called the pastor and asked him, could we have the service there? So we're going to have a celebration. Wow. Saturday? Saturday. So, Jamil, we got you. And yeah. we want everybody to wear got white. You, man. Uh, thank you. What time? Yeah. Oh, 11, 11 a.m. So and, much. And the pastor, uh, Reverend, uh, Reverend Dr. Tucson Hill. Uh, Mom the King's the, nephew? Nephew is going to do the Wow. Demeter well. Bishop. Yes. Demeter Bishop for support. I, I thank you. Mr. Willie. Mr. Willie Watkins. Everybody, I thank you all thank so you much. Well. Thank you, three. We, we pray for you, but a blessing. I love you all. Thank, thank you. you. And my, right. my big home is at Trojan Battery. Thank you for everything. Nine fifty-two right. right now. It's People Station. It's V one hundred three. Thank you.